2021 revival season of League Down Under. So we're still going. Uh, apparently, everything from the last episode, our longest episode yet, was okay. So we're back again. We've got another chance here for the fifth episode, five weeks in now. I'm actually very surprised, Lade. I just want to cut in real quick with that because uh, I was I didn't think we were going to get past one episode. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think it would have been cancelled straight away, um, as is the usual case for this show. But we're still here. We're still going. Um, hopefully for now, um, we, you know, we, we, have, we definitely haven't sent some money to someone to make sure we're still going. We're all fine. There's, there's nothing wrong here. Um, we'll try and see what happens going forward. But I'm Baz, as per usual, still your host for this horrendous radio podcast <laughs> podcast show. Uh, joined here uh, with some familiar faces, uh, some new faces here for League Down Under. You might have noticed that a, a certain permanent co-host is actually not permanent anymore. He left. Um, he was like, I'm done. I've had enough. I'm like... Four weeks of this, I'm out, boys. Like, that's too much. Uh, so he's just in the back doing all the recording stuff as per usual now. So we replaced him with Raygor, um, the, the original co-host. Um, I don't know if that's an upgrade or a downgrade, to be honest. Um, Raygor, your thoughts? Four weeks is usually about how long we go before we need a break, so... Uh... All right, that's fair. That that's uh, Okay, so he'll be gone. Raygor will be gone. Like, you got one more week left on you, then. Yeah, you got one more. You got one more. You got one more. So, so we're here with Raygor, OG host once again. Um, we're joined again by Weapon because we're going to try and extend the time even longer this time. We haven't picked the brain enough just yet. Yeah, uh, Weapon, well, welcome what, back. What did we do last week? Was it like two hours? Um, two hours it? and 15? That's just a guess. It's not two hours, 15. I think it's a little bit more or less than that, actually. I, I think we can aim for three easy. Actually, <laughs> with uh, me and Hayden, we can make it happen. <laughs> like, it's, it's actually been so sick watching this like take off. Like you said, like felt like we you were going to get past like episode one. Yeah, people in like the uh, like sick chat are like talking yeah. about LDU stuff, and it's like, yeah, oh, damn, like people care. That's awesome. Like we love it. <laughs> that that's obviously real people, not bots. By the way, just wanted to just double check that. Obviously, going through it's real yeah, people that care, not be a real person. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing this for the first time for League Down Under is Mr. Hedgy. Hedgy, welcome here to LDU. Obviously, Hello. just joined us recently in Summer Society or here with League Down Under. Um. We had to bring the vampire, guys. I right, couldn't bring the ginger, couldn't bring the band, but we brought the vampire instead. Telling me to turn the light on like further, and I just couldn't. <laughs> I'm student, like, but yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. It's going to be a, a lovely podcast. We, uh, I'm well, I don't know about lovely, but yeah, it'll be a good. Lovely's a bit of a stretch, and yeah. podcast is a bit of a stretch as well. Honestly, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, if you're listening on Spotify or any of other audio services, maybe it's a podcast. But um, why would you do that? You can watch video. Audio is for suckers. Am I right, lads? Yeah. Hating the audio listeners again. Three weeks in a row. Let's go. Let's not get candled nose. Today's topics is going to be covering the latest week of the circuit so far. Of course, week five of the Summoner Society Summoner's Invitational Circuit. The split one at 2021 season. Some big upsets actually coming through here for week five. Some matches we weren't expecting to go a certain way. And uh, of course, we're going to be giving you the latest standings, the current matches that are coming up. And, you know, a bit of a deep dive into one of the teams that's been falling off a little bit and just trying to, I guess, figure out where their head's at going forward for the rest of the Invitational Circuit. We're going to be continuing the casters chat that we had last week as well when we were joined by Mendrix and Tico, where if you haven't listened to that, go check that out when you can as soon as possible because it was another great episode. Uh, Weapon obviously told me to say that, uh, but that's fine uh, because he was also there. But we went into deep dives, you know, some behind-the-scenes stuff of how we got into casting, how you at home, if you're interested, get yourself into casting and, you know, just some of the cool things, the behind-the-scenes stuff about just the usual shouty things. And we thought things we have Raygor and Hedgy here get their, you know, their thoughts on, on how they got into things and, you know, why they're still here and why they put up with us and why Hedgy joined here. I don't 
I don't know, man. I've been, you've made really bad know. decisions. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> and, of course, our final segment will be one of our more fun segments is over the laid-back segments. We're bringing back Draftception again. It was a really great game to see so far because Web is very happy about that. He's going to get that W this time. Oh, yeah, He's going to get the one. Like, my last time was <laughs> awful. The more I look at that draft, I'm like, what was I thinking yeah <laughs> so we'll be weapon of course once again to try and redeem himself but now hedgy will be joining him here this time um hedgy how, how are you feeling your draft i mean you know circuit week was a thing in the past week that was that was, that was the thing but how about this week look we're not we're banning glad we're not picking braun all right <laughs> <laughs> i don't care who's on my team who I... get those um, champions off the rift right just <laughs> just perfect delete them get rid of them right right <laughs> But of course, we'll go into more depths and details about how that game will work and when we get up to it. But it's definitely one you guys, when you enjoyed it last week, hopefully you'll enjoy it this week here as well. And of course, as I mentioned, if you didn't catch last week's episode or any of our previous episodes, you can do so over on the Summoning Society YouTube. You know, our partners in Summoning Society giving us a nice place to host our VODs when they go up. Of course, we also have the same thing with our live shows on Saturdays up on the Summoning Society Twitch channel. But, you know... All our backlog is up on YouTube. We also have our audio as well. If you'd rather the podcast version, all jokes aside, obviously. Easy way, you know, if you're on the way to work, on your public transport, all that sort of thing. Great to listen on, on I guess, those types of situations. We're on Spotify, an official Spotify, at League Down Under. I also got confirmation, lads. We're actually on Apple Podcasts. That's an actual thing. It's not a joke. It's not a bit for the past three weeks in a row. Tico, Tico checked? Tico, I know you can hear me right now. You need to, you need to tell me. Did you check or was it a family member? collective who tico did it all right we're giving the w to tico it's a real thing it's a real thing that's apparently happening and of course breaker cast box google podcast overcast pocket cast and radio public but one spotify and, and, and apple who cares about the others use the other two they're better i think i don't know at this the point we're going... listening right now and he's like fuck these guys <laughs> <laughs> i want i want lbu cancelled who are these <laughs> there's three guys on cast box like fuck man I'm, I'm, so good i don't know in all seriousness obviously go check it out there if you prefer using those services as well we're trying to be everywhere as much as possible and you guys are enjoying it so thank you very much you know we've been a month in you know five weeks fifth episodes a month in really cool to see so i hope we can continue to bring this shit show to you guys that you enjoy so very very much but we're going to move on obviously to our first segment here coming up cool circuit coverage here guys split one week one 2021 season of the invitational circuit we're gonna look at the standing so far so if you're listening on audio Apologies, you're going to have to just believe us when you see the standings up right now. Um, we talked about it a bit during the circuit, obviously, the 2-3 the club. We want to call it coming in here right now because there's yeah. a lot of team tied up here. Yeah, enough of that. All right, we'll get to you in a minute, all right? 2-3 <laughs> club coming through. Um, there's also still the 5-0 club, the 3-2 club, and then Dissonance thought that they'd be special, you know? They don't want wins. They want their wins reversed. They, 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 they want, they're still 5-0, guys. They're obviously 5-0. Uh, just... In reverse order. Yeah, it's a glitch. Don't just ignore it. got the graphics wrong. We'll fix it later, though. <laughs> probably shouldn't say that because people might actually think that's a true thing. Because, uh, yeah, standings and then rulings have been a bit wonky, I want to say, the past few weeks. We're getting it organized. We are getting it sorted. We've got most of it sorted now. Uh, it's a top six, by the way, uh, coming into the standings. That's one thing that's actually already been confirmed, which is nice to hear. Um, but, yeah. Um, Thoughts and opinions, guys, on the current standings coming in here. I mean, QT Weekend Roy is still dominating at the top. Um, yes, Hedgy, your, your team's two and three in the two three club. Haha, yay! We are the uh, leaders of the two three club. All right, we're on top. Of the... <laughs> Literally, are you, no, you're not. <laughs> in, you're not <laughs> but, first. We're not. Uh, no, 
So you're, you're not there alphabetically, and you're also not there normally because error's been placed above you. What are we doing? <laughs> actually, we should touch on this because, like, we for people playing at home, uh, Hedgy is actually like involved in Excel. Um, you, what do you do from Hedgy? Uh, mainly draft coaching, but yeah, a bit of uh, the on 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 rift coaching as well. But yeah, mainly draft. Yeah, cool as hell. Like, we got some insight. In case you couldn't figure out that he was a part of the team with the jokes we were doing just before, obviously. Uh, should also mention that Tico is not a part of MCOM because I think that was a joke that was brought up <laughs> a shit ton last week. Uh, yes, he was with them on stage. He isn't now. All right, I think we got context out of the way. But <laughs> outside of that, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, last week kind of just set us up with the, the thousands of two threes set up here. Um, that is a really cool thing to see there from Design and Weeknight Warriors. I think it's a good point to bring up because they are struggling a little bit throughout the season so far. It's cool to see them bouncing back. Weeknight Warriors, two wins in a row for these guys coming through now. Looks like they're fixing their, I guess, closing and late game problems, which we'll talk about, of course. One of our matches we're highlighting in a little bit as well. And, of course, Desire. The other game I'm going to highlight against MCOM as well. I had a fantastic game there against MCOM coming through. But uh, Exile, all jokes aside here, Hedgy, I know you're coming in. Drafting coach on Rift coach. I mean, they've been falling behind a fair bit the past couple of weeks, man. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure you've, you've been in the battle station, definitely thinking of ways to, to fix that. But uh, it's been a bit rough, right? Look, I guess you could just say we've been exiled, right? Okay, I'm so sorry. Um, look, uh, had some tough matches. I guess we played Weekend Warrior and uh, QT this week, which I like to say as well, just to preface, I haven't wasn't involved in terms of drafting or any, any of that sort of thing for the first four weeks. Yep. Um, and yeah, just for the QT match, I'm on one, one, you know, 0%, but, uh, you know, we're small sample size, so we'll, uh, we'll move on. But, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of big games coming up. I think particularly next week game is massive. I mean, we beat Ziz, you know, we're three and three. Ziz is three and three. Um, you know, we kind of want to leave the two, three club as well. So yeah, it's a very, very important match. Um, but I guess every game for just every team is, I mean, even if you're, you know, Disman, why not, you know, have a four-win streak? They played very, very well against the top team, the Weekend Warriors, uh, this week. I mean, they pretty much almost beat them without a few plays. So, you know, you never know whichever team you are. Uh, every single match is important for for the standing. So, uh, yeah, I guess we're just going to focus on each game as it comes. Uh, we're not going to, you know, look look too far ahead uh, and just make sure we're, we're focusing on picking up individual win we're preparing well for each team instead of you know just kind of looking at it in a general perspective so mm. yep a two three club we need to get jackets made honestly i think, I think at this point well, it's <laughs> worth pointing out as well like you kind of confirmed that it is going to be the top six going to playoffs yeah yeah the two three club starts at, at fifth place yeah yeah so that kind of highlights just how important that mosh pit is going to be like moving mm. forward. Like, whoever breaks out of that is basically guaranteeing themselves a playoff vote Mm. Um, so yeah these next few games are going to be really important and like i'll jump to your defense uh hedgy here like we were talking about this before the show um the exile draft i think this game was was solid like um i could you could at least see the plan and i i still rate dynasty as like a, a really good time mm. in this tournament like i think putting the guy on camille having him be the side lane threat and having this like kind of like kite back um elusive like four man unit that can like fish for stuns of the syndra awesome um we were kind of talking about like the brawn pick and like how it's a little bit weird, but um, like it it works in the context of this draft. Like it's yeah. certainly not meta, but it just kind of it works. So I, I like the idea. Um, I I do think like QUT's draft, like top to bottom, the Cho'Gath pick jumps out as just like that is five head. Mm. 
that is six head. Like as soon as that, that went down, talking about like the counter picks in the draft in the uh, cast rather, I was like, man, this just stops Camille from being able to play the game. No, hundred um, percent. I'd like to give credit to QT. Uh, honestly, really, really hard to draft against them. I think they uh, used their bands absolutely perfectly. I think they had some really, really good camp picks. As you mentioned, the char I think was really, really good. Uh, I even think the Vlad was quite good. You know, it was hard to bear them out. I mean, it was between you know Tron's uh, comfort nah, uh Shen, which was really good in their comp, and a comfort again for Tron and Vlad. So it was like. You know, we have to give up some sort of power yeah, uh, out of those three. So, yeah, it was kind of hard to, to ban around that. And then as well, like, uh, I was actually talking to uh, Dynasty after the game as well. It was just like, uh, he was saying, like, uncharacteristic. He made uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic holy moly, uh, mistakes. Uh, in <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and stuff in, in the lane. But, uh, you know, it happens. Uh, we all have mm. bad games. We all have bad moments. And, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, I guess... Uh, uh, you know, you have those sorts of games, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was really, really interesting to play against them. They're a very, very strong team, and um, I think we we have hope that come playoff time, if we're there, we can definitely uh, stand up for and beat them. But uh, just have to probably change around a few things, and uh, yeah, as a team, a lot. And that's the thing, is all right, like QT coming in anyway. Like we already knew they're going to be a, th- a, re- a very strong team coming through to the first season for to 2021. They split one coming in. Uh, Formal's hyping him up to no end. Obviously, he's the Queensland man. Obviously, he's going to do that, right? But I don't think we're expecting the, the dominance like this. Same with Weekend Warriors, actually, for that matter. Like, maybe four and one? Or like four, like three, three and two, whatever? Like, kind of like with M, Z, Y, Z, Z, because normally our circuits are very, very close. They are still like, not like even like this, though, which they are now. But to have such a close circuit like this and have two teams that are five and oh as well, like, it's insane. And like, it's going to be interesting to see, I guess, how the weeks develop now, how some of these teams are going to be able to deal with QT, how some of these teams are going to deal with weekend. I mean, we talked about it just before about how dissonance took it to weekend quite well. And we were figuring we look kind of look like in, in instances of distance might have been able to turn that game around and maybe sneak a win out from under them as well. And we were kind of like, Oh, is this actually going to happen? But luckily weekend were just able to hold on. Right. And, and keep their five. Oh, couple keep that, I guess, flawless record going through. But I'm keen to see how some of the last teams that QTF diverse go trying to find a way to beat them. Same for weekend. And even at the finals, when we get to that best three set, it's pretty obvious that I think QT weekend are going to go to semifinals, at least grand finals, even most likely as well for one of these two guys. Uh, if I dare be so bold, right. But I think it's very possible when these two teams could be in grand finals, if not both. Right. So best, right. best of five, that'll be interesting to see as well. How some of these guys deal with it. Um, but yeah, there's our standings, guys, uh, coming through as, as, as you would have seen if you're if you're on the VOD. If you're not, huh? Anyway, uh, but you know, um, we are going to get obviously more into the the, the deeper coverage of, of two of the big matches that came out of week five. But we just wanted to quickly touch on Kraken coming in here as well. Very, I guess, the unfortunate state of the Kraken uh, lineup here at the moment. Uh, you might have obviously noticed on the standings that our our most recent champions of our most recent. Circuit coming through the split two champions of the 2020 season, having a pretty poor season this this so far. One and four for these lads are very unfortunate. I mean, we have seen it before out of the Kraken org where some seasons they'll be very, very strong, be one of the top teams, and other seasons they will be more towards the bottom. But they've had a lot of trouble the past couple of weeks. And even this most recent week, they ended up just forfeiting the match because they couldn't even get their roster together and organized for this one. So, like, I just want to 
I don't know. I don't want to quick fire a thousand questions to you guys, but like, I just want to say some initial thoughts on like maybe like where they're at, kind of kind of gauge where they're at, because obviously we didn't get a chance to see him last week. We're doing player interviews now for Circuit as well, so we're getting some insights and just general player interviews in general. Top clear, obviously being one of the big things we're doing, and we've also got some other, uh, I guess, more serious interviews if you want to call that in the pipeline as well. Uh, just want to get like your thoughts on like maybe where Kraken's at at the moment, coming in as the champions and now dropping off to again like some of the teams like Exile, like Era, like QT, which some of them are newer orgs. Like in general, some are just. They're newer in terms of like being involved in the circuit compared to Kraken and the Weekend Warriors. Like, where do you think they might be at? I think um, I like you bring up an interesting point about interviews. I would almost want to like, hopefully we can tee it up. I'd love to hear from like a support staff member of, of Kraken or even yeah, the players, yeah. but specifically before the the game starts, because obviously we we interview the winners only. Um, yeah, that's a conscious choice because we don't want to like you don't want to shove a microphone in someone's face after they've uh, yeah yeah. I'd love to hear, like, you know, what's happening in the behind the scenes in this team. We we can mm. only really speculate. Um, yep. On the rift, it certainly looks like they're like playing tilted most of the time, unfortunately. Mm. Um, like, but we just we just don't know. Um, and then roster woes this week, meaning they like couldn't put a put a complete together team together. Kind of uh, just really doesn't paint a good picture. Coming up from a season where they've won, this could have also been a week where. Players needed that mental reset. <clears throat> You've gone one and three the sure. weeks before. So taking that week to have a whole week off extra just to break and reset mental. So maybe it was a tactical, like, mental refresh week, but hopefully we'll see that soon this week coming up. I feel like, like, Ziz have had their moments though. They've cert- they've certainly been shown to be like exploitable. Maybe you do just look at Ziz and you're like, mm, maybe not. But like, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like you play that game out and maybe just see how you go. At least if mm. you look strong against Ziz and you feel good about it. I mean, it was a very hype game though, right? It's the split one and split two champions from last year going at it, right? So that's already like there's already a lot of eyes that wanted to watch it anyway. ZYZZ and Kraken, two of the biggest amateur orgs we have in the scene. Obviously, Kraken being one of the most established in general. That's even more eyes, you know what I mean? So, like, I think I can kind of see regulars point to that degree of, like, maybe they're just like, nah, we don't even want to bother because of just the amount of hype behind it, regardless of the standings and, like, the state of the teams, maybe. So maybe that could have been it going forward as well. But, yeah, it, like, it just... Unless we hear from them, it's tough, right? But, like, we're, we're just trying to, like, I guess, guess. Because we don't know. We, we're going to try and find out. Because, again, one of the most established orgs, previous champions, like... Kraken have been with us in the circuit for quite some time, and it sucks when we see one of our, like, uh, I definitely want to say fan favorite teams and one of our caster favorite teams have been with us for so long, right? Being down and out like this, especially when they're not playing, because, like, we're not, none of the teams have done that so far, right? So, obviously, like, it could have even just been, like, a genuine reason, like, someone was sick, right? Or maybe they had, like, overtime at work, yeah, or yeah. it might not be as bad as what it sounds as well, right? But, um, I don't know. It, it's pretty tough, but to also to Regal's point, if it was a mental reset, that's kind of stopped them from being able to qualify almost, right? If not already stopped them from being able to qualify to this season, could these guys be looking forward to split two? Uh, I disagree. I think that, the, I mean, they're two games off third, right? Technically, so... True, true. Uh, I don't see um, them being completely out being one and four, but I mean, it's still really hard to bounce back from that sort of thing. I mean, yeah. forfeiting games, there's obviously definitely something wrong in terms of, I mean particularly being a pretty good and big orc, it, I'm very surprised that they couldn't field a team 
you know, if, if even if it was one player, it, it must have had people out or yeah. they don't care enough or something, you know, something along those lines. Any number of reasons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just really interesting. And, I mean, you know, there's always the chances they do bounce back. Again, like I just said, like they, they are technically two games out of third place, one game out of uh, playoffs or fifth. So there is a chance they, they still make it. But, yeah, it's going to be really strong. A real struggle, and um, yeah, I mean, I hope I don't. We don't see more of those sorts of guys before, but uh, forfeits in the future, though, definitely. It'd be a sick story if, like, they do come back. If, like, <laughs> like he just suddenly comes back firing all, on all cylinders, playing yeah. like, gank heavy junglers that we kind of know him for, and like the rest of the like Piglet and Real Opo get to Real Opo get to carry, and like, yeah, uh, yeah, just like everything comes together. That, that'd be that'd be freaking sick. Suddenly, YGX plays more than like Echo to success. <laughs> um, like, yeah, that, that'd be cool. But, uh, yeah, we have to see it, obviously, first. I mean, they're definitely one of the teams that could do it, right? We've seen them do it before. I mean, the going joke is that they're always the run it back team, right? They, they, they always bring it back. So if any team can get these multiple wins in a row that they're going to have to get now, they can't afford to lose another game here, right? It would be cracking, right? They'd be definitely one of the teams we'd look towards. So we'll have to see, like, what happens going forward. Hopefully these guys can bounce back, of course. As we mentioned, though, confirmed now, it's six spots for the finals, for the Invitational Circuit, for split one. So we do have 10 teams. Normally, we'd only have our eight teams. And obviously, last split, we did some other weird thing that we don't really like talking about. But there you go, obviously, going forward. So it's the 10 teams now that we took away from us. So there's plenty of, like, again, six spots. It seems like there's a lot of spots. But a lot of these teams, like we mentioned, all, all two, three evened up, even three twos evened up here, really for, like, what a vast majority, like well over 75% even of the teams in the circuit right now, anyone really could still drop. Any of these major orgs that we've really we've been backing all of them, right? They've all got big potentials. So, um, you know, we're the scuffed OCS, as, as everyone likes to keep calling us as, as we're going forward. That's kind of what we are now. It's what we're looking towards where there's, I guess, like the state of the teams, the quality of the gameplay, right? The drafting, all that sort of thing is getting better and better. Um, so I guess we'll see how things go moving forward. And obviously to do that, you need to look to the past a little bit as well, look at the history coming through, and we'll do that obviously now covering some of the week five gameplay right now. Uh Era versus Week Night, one of the big matches coming out from week number five, gentlemen. There, a big surprise of Week Night taking the win there, but a very strong one that they definitely needed going through. And uh kind of funny because is in a similar situation, right? Where they had their two win streak coming in. They were looking to keep it going, but Week Night kind of stopped it. We got drafts up, uh, plenty of pick orders, all that sort of thing to look over. And obviously, we covered a fair bit of it during the circuit. But uh, now, you know, we've had a couple of days since the stream's been on to think about what's happened. Uh, any new thoughts, guys, coming into this matchup here? I mean, I know a lot of us were highlighting hype as Victor, for example, and just, I guess, how strong and surprising it was to see that come out of the gates. I'm really sorry because I casted this game and there was a. <laughs> A crocodile in Renekton and yes, a bear yes. in Volley Bear, and I yep, kept making zoology jokes because I'm cutting <laughs> zoology. I don't know why, but it was fantastic. All right, mm. great cast. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a very, very scrappy game as well. Um, yeah, it was hard to an- analyze actually. Uh, you know, Midnight had his work cut out from a lot of plays, a lot of, a lot of fighting, and um, in that sort of game when Era has like a purely um, kind of scaling comp with Victor and oh god. Yeah, mid lane was Lucian, right? So yeah, a, yeah. a lot more ranged champions and like a bit more scaling. I mean, they weren't like super heavy scaling, but it was a bit more of a kind of you know you don't really want to have heaps of skirmishes type of type of team type of team comp. It really favoured uh, weak knight just because they had Renekton and they had the volley bear. Uh, they had the Yone, I think, in the mid lane. So it was just a lot of like 
engage and crappiness. And since the game was so fast, it was just a really suited weak night. They did play a bit better, I believe. The, the Lucian Yoni matchup was really, really weird. Both, both mid laners kind of laned badly. Um, there was like multiple like kind of mistakes from each player, you know. Mm. And then, uh, I think Lucian got caught out like four times, four or five times in the solo lane. So it was like really, really weird to watch. But um, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's why you have to study your bears. Like that was just, <laughs> just, just getting absolutely crushed. The man has got guns though. If he can't kill a bear with guns, he's kind of fucked, Look. right? That's kind of that's kind of it. Like, yeah. It's kind of sad. Quickly, yeah. like, have you guys ever so like? You know, when the champion uh, design team, they talk about, like, the fantasy of a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is the fantasy of Udia? Like, what the fuck is meant to be, like, Kung Fu Animal Man? Like, yeah. What? He's a phoenix, dude. He's... <laughs> so, he was, so he watched Iron Fist once, right? Yeah. And then... <laughs> like, what designer sat down? I want to see the meeting where, like, someone took, brought Udia to the fucking design table and was like, yeah. who's the champion? Everyone was like... Throw it in, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Oh, whatever. So man, he uh, keeps changing clothes every like every yeah. few seconds, man. He <laughs> just gets random buffs. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Just fucking Smack throw it in. Like he's a he's a beginner, like iron uh, iron level champion. You know what I mean? In the pro play, like whatever. Yeah. Never. never uh, sorry. What rank is iron? Oh, you'll find out in ten yeah, years. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this shit will never be viable in pro play. Just for, like whatever. No. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> like I. I, I agree with a lot of, lot of what you're saying, Hedgie. Like, um, like this composition from Era feels like uh, it doesn't really have like a qu- clear win con. Like, maybe yeah, you're, yeah. you're kind of relying on the the um, hyper Victor to be a pressure to be a threat in side lane. You're kind of looking at a bit of a bodyguard comp for the rest of the team. Um, but I think what we really saw here out of this game is just how like how much this Era team, as much as like the other players are really good, and I think hyper held up his end of the deal. Like this team lives and dies by selfish, and um, uh, Arcaden and Entropic basically just play to kill selfish, exploit the overextensions, just like murder the kid over and over again, and they did it. And like he he ended the game like with like ten deaths. Like that's an unplayable game as a solution. Yeah. Um, and then you just don't have a front line that easily engages. You don't have any agency of the rest of the comp. You're relying on hyper, and I think he just get ended up getting picked off in side lanes like over and over again. So they just it was. It, it was a hard draft to, to uh, play, and it yeah. could have been playable by Era. They're a good team, uh, but I think it was really well attacked by uh, Weekend Warriors. And like, it's, it's a good sign. It's a really good sign for this team. Like, we've been talking about these players as being potentially like good moving forward, and I'm glad we got to see it. Yeah, uh, I think just to add with the draft as well, like it was kind of the sort of draft as well where like um, if Weeknight ever get any sort of lead or kind of even even uh, as well, like. Just it's so hard for Era to ever play the game. The champions are and like so volatile. This wasn't much disengaged. Yeah, it was just just felt like uh, every time Era had any skirmish or any fight, they were just really, really uh, in trouble because uh, of the squishiness of their champions as well. They just didn't have the items. Victor needs a bit of time to get going. Lucian, if he doesn't get a kind of mad lead in mid lane, can, needs time to get going. Same with Sivir. So mm. yeah, it's never felt like they they uh, they had a chance in those sorts of skirmishes. It's one of those funny drafts, actually, where I kind of like. I almost want to just. I almost want to swap the AD carries, and I feel like you'd have a different story. Like Zyre on Era's draft feels like maybe it's a little bit better because it gets to stop mm. like the dive potential, um, and then like the Siva feels like it just does the same thing as the Zyre functionally is doing in this draft. Like she gives you like another way in, um, but like maybe that could have flipped it. Like maybe the idea was like you want the Zyre because you got the Galio, right? Um, that's immediately telling you like you want to disengage the fights and 
have uh, Udia set up a chain skunk, chain stunk to kind of heal. Maybe that's the time. Um, the Victor, as much as I think Hyper like popped off, feels a bit weird in this draft. Like, don't really know what it does if it, if they don't get ahead, like you say. The I know it was a bit early before, like, <clears throat> they picked Sivir into Volley Thresh, knowing that, like, if this was their game plan all along, and they wanted the Udia Galio Victor, they could have picked Zaya way earlier. And I don't think Zaya has that many bad matchups in lane. She's relatively safe, and if you're getting, like, diving a lot, just play super defensively, play around your ult. Yeah, I mean, you're the bot laner here. Like, we've pretty much seen Zaya be, like, the answer to Kai'Sa, who's been considered, like, the S-tier AD carry for basically, like, three years at this point. Like, how how long has Kai'Sa been out at this point? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time, dude. Like, it's been years, yeah. Yeah. And she's been broken the whole time. Like, she just doesn't leave the meta. And, like... I want to say 2017, actually, now I think off the top of my head, right? 2017? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, like, it was, like, mid-2018. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was mid-season invitational, like the first tournament, 2018. I remember. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game, just absolutely, she was just beyond busted, dude. Like just. Yeah. And she's still good. Like, like Zaya is the answer to that champion, which kind of shows like Zaya is definitely should be considered like S tier as well. I think. That being said, though, the lethality Sivir build, I think, is a great build. I think it's very good to play around. It does lethality Varus things, but better. I like the idea of like the bouncing slow. Like I think that's cool. Um, like setting up the fights that way. But I feel like Crit Sivir just does the same things better in fights. Or do you it's all about it's all about what you're versing. So if you're versing more tanky people and they've got like the beefy frontline of Renekton, Volley, even the Thresh to a degree, Crit probably would have been better because you're not really gonna get onto the back line of like Zaya, because she's just gonna all peel away. So this situation, I would say, like, crit is probably better to get more damage down on the Yorin volley Renekton. But if you're versing a more squishy team, like, say the AD carries was swap, I would suggest like lethality Civil would be way better. Yeah, fair enough. And also, maybe I suppose in this draft you have like Illusion to be like your, your persistent damage dealer. So yeah, there is that. Um, that kind of works, but. I, I don't know, I've yet to be sold, like, massively on the Sivir build. Um, I see it's upshot in lane, but, like, I think you just kind of get outscaled and you lose what the Sivir gives you, which is, like, the 400 CS win condition, <laughs> uh, where you just end up, like, critting the face off of uh, of the enemy carries. And, like, hmm. like Sivir with... Um, I, I think the, the rune build should actually be Fleet Footwork, by the way. Um, like, I think the synergy between that rune and her passive is insane. Um, and, like, with uh, Gale Force and um, uh, Essence Reaver, uh, maybe less so now that it's being nerfed, but like you literally like as you crit the face off, you just auto auto cancel with the W, and like that's like half the health bar. It's ridiculous. It's so much damage. Hmm. Um. I mean, we've seen it in a couple of weeks now that Silver pick up been coming through. So there must be something there, right? There must be something there that's the teams and stuff are looking for. Maybe as the weeks go on, we'll see it develop more, and maybe it's like an experimental thing these guys are working on. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, also, we had Mars Wolf as well for the player interview that uh, the Quirky had a chance to talk to, and uh, you know, we had some insights from him, like picking the Yone into Selfish, for example, when Selfish just played it the week before the era to take that win against EYZZ, right? And just kind of be like, oh, shit, that's a thing that's happening. And, like, 
uh, knowing that these guys are getting more confident because they weren't so much, like weren't so confident. I want to say at the start of the season, of course, they did versus their sister team in the weekend Warriors. But uh, you know, against some of the teams, they weren't too confident. That's something we've seen, I think, from a lot of the teams this season where. Uh, the nerves are coming in, I want to say. Like, and uh, obviously with new, completely new items set up coming in with this season, changing the meta entirely, obviously. Uh, and even the state, I want to say, of the region, right? Like, And I guess how the, our circuit's kind of been elevated unofficially, right? And, you know, the stakes are a bit higher now as well. So having all that come into play, you can definitely see why. And uh, now that we're in that mid-season, we are seeing teams starting to mellow out a little bit more. So we are seeing... Uh, upsets coming through that uh, maybe if they were this metal at the start, maybe they might not have been upsets, right? Maybe they could have been doing this well from the start. I mean, obviously, we'll never know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? But uh, uh, we'll have to wait and see. But there was your era Weeknight Warriors game. Uh, obviously, big congrats to Weeknight. The era is definitely not out of it just yet, obviously, because now these guys are only just evened up. And I think era will still be just as strong as we've seen in the past couple of weeks, continuing going forward, right? I mean, Selfish is getting more comfortable in that mid lane. Kaisa seems to be getting more comfortable with Suho as well and now we're seeing hyper you know flexing a little bit you know he plays more than just now obviously his own plays more than just tank champs bringing out the victors so i mean and obviously they're welcome to try some of these newer champs that we haven't seen so much out of some of these other teams yet right so maybe they might be able to continue that and maybe psych out some of the team other teams coming forward in the further season here for split one but uh we're to our second game now desire versus mcom another big game coming through another big upset coming through as well as mcom you know Talking about them the past couple of weeks and I guess trying to figure out the I guess what MCOM is, right? The motive behind them, the mindset that the players and that coming through, because they've kind of just been chilling, doing their own thing. Their matches haven't been as over the top of some of the other matches we've had throughout the season, but they've definitely been there. Obviously, they're here in the top echelon of the circuit so far. And uh, Desire, obviously not so much. They're one of our bottom teams, kind of in a similar position. I'd even argue as well coming through. Obviously, we know Arcano's in for the past couple of years. Throughout the circuit, hold it. Had a new roster built around him, but they'll kind of just showing up every once in a while. Picked up a win earlier in the season, you know. Definitely took it for some of the teams throughout the season, but were unable to close his games out. But what a huge game to end week five on with this Zion come matchup. Yeah, I mean, I was on cast for that one. It was a fun one. Um, it was not exactly the cleanest game of the season, <laughs> perfectly honest. Um, I'm sure Hedgy has some thoughts. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like pretty much what we've seen is like a, just a continuation of the question mark we have around uh, MCOM. I think both both M's in this case uh, stood for monkey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they like they hit the mid game at I think a deficit. Um, like I we kind of Formal and I had a lot of fun setting up the narrative of the mid lane uh, mm. where it was like um, who, if you control Jerry Jerry and, and like Iz doesn't smash lane, which he couldn't necessarily do on the Poppy, like what does this team do? Mm. Uh, and we kind of got to see it. Like if they hit, I think they hit the mid game, it was like either a, a slight deficit or like uh, they were pretty much even. And they just played like they were ahead and negative win rate just kept throwing himself bodily to his death, like over and over again against a composition that's literally made to punish overextensions. Mm. And it just just didn't stop happening it was just ridiculous madness i think i mean i guess it's not even about the draft really today kind of a more late game composition with being mcom being this team that wants to win early game every time stomp the game but as well as that i mean negative win rate not aside all the the you know there was some really really bad fights where he just bolted in randomly and just died but I mean, his bot lane was getting just destroyed. Never goes bot, 
never like even just held some shove out the wave or something to get a recall off. Kaiser just froze the wave for like five to ten minutes, 40 CS lead or whatever it was. And they just, I mean, you can't stop that at that point. I mean, Kaiser's just too strong. It's kind of, I mean, the draft didn't even matter in this game for me. It was just like really, really poor play. I think from MCOM, I kind of alluded to some of the plays they made in terms of macro in the weeks before. Hmm. Where they uh they kind of overextended a bit, made some mistakes even after getting a, a massive advantage. So I don't know. I just I just think once they hit that mid game, they really got to clear things up because it's just I don't know what you know if they just leave their keyboards for a few minutes, you know, but, you know have a bit of a you know, have a bit of a drink and then come back and, and end the game. But uh yeah, yeah that, you kind of see what happens when when they don't have a completely massive advantage. What what can happen? Uh, you know, when when they get a bit behind, they just keep throwing themselves at, at teams and, you know, that doesn't always work. Mm, which is strange, right? Because I know we even talked about in the past few weeks in a weapon, you uh, as well, like with IZH, for example, from MCOM, being like one of these, I guess, one of these new startup laners, I want to say, coming through that we've been seeing. Yeah. Um, definitely been rising up in the ranks. Um, and 30, I want to say 3-5 as well. Obviously, we, we had him play interview just in week four, right? And talked about how he's going to have that jungle role. Last thing, super stressed out. They were able to pull out that win. They were very, very exciting, very happy about that as well as seeing very emotive, I want to say. We have had the chance to talk to them. They've had the chance, I guess, showcase their personalities as well. So it was very strange, I, I want to say, to see this team kind of just not really do much in the end, kind of just keep throwing stuff at the wall and just see if it sticks, basically, I want to say. And, and I mean, when you're playing Hecarim, you're you're throwing that shit at like 200 miles an hour, right? Like, you're, you're going straight in for that. But, like, yeah, it was very, very strange for these guys, I want to say, as well. Because, again, we have talked about how they've been very mellow and, you know, they've kind of just done their thing. They've not been, you know, this is a nice way of saying they've not been, you know, very spotlighty and flashy compared to a lot of the teams coming through. But, they were still getting it done, right? And that was the main thing. They're getting shit done. They're getting the wins. They're securing those Ws, right? And making sure they're going to look to secure themselves that spot in the qualifiers. And, and seeing a hiccup like this, which is it's kind of just gone from 100 to zero kind of instantly, right? It's very, I don't want to say strange. I want to say shocking to see that kind of happen, especially in an environment like this when we literally just brought up, I just brought up, right? A couple of minutes ago, these teams are starting to mellow out now, right? And they're starting to find their plays. And again, income just going, yeah, nah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the narrative that we're going to have around this team going forward is going to be pretty clear, that they are just a team that feels like they have to smash lane. If they don't do that, they don't get mm. it. Um, and I think we have to highlight the fact that, like, these players do look good. Like, 3-5 oh, was nailing the hooks just out of nowhere. Like, this, mm. this guy's mechanically great on um, on these, like, support champions. Um, Jerry Jerry, like, when he's ahead, he was, like, smashing lanes. Is was just ridiculous. Like, completely blasted. Like, it was... Uh, unfortunately, weapons might cut out. We're even getting circuit issues here. OC Sorry. production. Right, that's not bad. <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to scroll them on Push Talk. Uh, I'm trying to remember who the uh, the Renekton that is played against was, who we just like made look absolutely foolish. Um, but like, oh yeah, yeah, was it on the chase or like it was on the chase. Yeah, and he oh, just, like, that was yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but. but yeah, like these are these are very good players, and it's just basically a shot calling issue, and it kind of kind of highlights that like a lot of these teams outside of like our top two top three potentially like they're they're not bad teams they're just incomplete like there's mm. just one one or two like weaknesses that you kind of look at and you're like okay they fix that up like this team could take it like why not yeah i think that kind of wraps things up i think for this match coverage uh again 
MCOM, yeah, they're still in that top three spot, right? They are tied up with ZYZZ now and are looking to see if they can, you know, keep the wins coming in and not be part of, I want to say, in the, I want to say that big mid midfield pack where you just can't seem to escape the void at the moment, a lot of these teams, and see if they can stay away from that one. And if Design are off that win, if that's given them, you know, the bounce back, the resilience to come back and see if, again, they can get themselves out of the 2-3 club. As cool as it is, as elite as it is, it's going to die next week, unfortunately. Damn it. But it gives um, birth to the 3-3 club. That's true. That's very true. But it won't be as cool as the 2-3 club because that, <sighs> because the 3-3 three, three club is just a rip-off at this point. I think Look, it's, it's uh, you know. The yeah, Exiles in it. It's cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Rightio. Well, uh, considering he's the coach of Exile, they're just going to completely ignore that and go to the <laughs> next schedule. I mean, three. For a week number six, so you guys can check out the upcoming matches here. Because again, all these matches mean a lot going forward here. ZYZZ will take on Exile to kick off week number six of the Invitational Circuit for the Split One 2021 season from 6 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. That'll be followed up by the Weeknight Warriors taking on Desire. Era will take on the QUT Tigers. Weekend Warriors will take on MCOM. And finally, Kraken will take on Dissonance for the final match for week number six. And a reminder again, 6, 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. So if you're not from there, obviously you are going to have to chuck that into a time zone uh, calculator and figure that one out uh, going forward. And of course, you want to actually count it out before that first because it's actually 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. You should be rocking up because then you get to see a part of the current podcast we're doing here so far, which is which is pretty nice. And, of course, the pre-show before we jump into the, the games going forward so we get more of a deep dive and let you guys know some new happenings about what might have happened going forward up until that current week, right? So always cool shit going on coming into the circuit. So I hope you guys will stay tuned here. Continued action for the circuit. I think we've had some of the biggest viewership numbers we've ever had for the circuit, which is absolutely spectacular. So thank you very, very much, guys, for continuing to support the OCE scene for League of Legends here, even if it's not officially supported anymore. So really cool to see that one going forward for you guys and uh with that that's our circuit coverage done we're gonna move on to our next segment now uh as well because uh circuit talk that's all fun and good like all well and good but we want to talk about the casters as well you know we always talk about the players talk about the casters all right players have their circuit all right that's next week's news all right we want today's news we already talked about weapon and i obviously earlier last week if you didn't check that out do that after this podcast obviously uh but now we're joined here by regal and hedgy and uh lads i'm gonna give you the floor uh, basically, to to showcase yourself, why you're a caster, why 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 are you still going as a caster, you know, thing. Fair enough, fair enough. That's fine. Uh, what was that? Sorry, you bully me if I don't cast. Yeah, that's also very true. That's also very true. Um, you guys can play rock paper scissors. Uh, who wants to go first? You go. Uh, Give the forty. You were about to say that, weren't you? <laughs> I absolutely was. <laughs> My, my story is a bit shorter, so that's fine. So, got into casting. I want to say it was 2017, I think. Was the year we did the. Nope. Nope. I, got, I, have, to, I have to help with this. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what year we started. 2018. Please tell entire story. Yeah. yeah, almost at this point I could because I've basically been involved <clears throat> in the whole thing. But yeah, 2018, 2018. So 2018, I was playing in the Meadow High School tournaments, was doing lots of local events, and unfortunately my team got kicked out. So Baz needed someone to help him out on casting. So 
went on, did some color casting for him for the meta finals. Did that for two years, I want to say. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. On and off. That's pretty much how I got into it, was Baz bullying me, saying he needed someone to help him. Needed that tends to be to a thing that a lot of people say, and I don't know if I should be happy about <laughs> that or not. Baz the cyberbully. Seems to be how a lot of people start their careers. <laughs> Seems like how a lot of people keep their careers here as well, apparently. But uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> the thing that's kept me casting or gotten me back into casting now is probably one, Baz bullying me again. But more seriously, I'm, I've had my fun playing in Iron to Gold, Iron to Plat tournaments, and rather than just wasting eight years of playing knowledge, figured I'd try and get my game knowledge to more people. It might not be diamond level <clears throat> or above, but I've spent eight years studying four different regions. So, a lot of it is just, this works, this doesn't work. Why does X work? Why does Y not work? <laughs> Shit, he's divulging our secret, guys. <laughs> Damn it! Don't tell him. You make it sound easy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> See, the knowing is the easy part. It's the explaining it to people and having them understand it's the hard part. At least for me. I guess again, that's, I do. that's actually a really good way to put that, actually. <laughs> But then again, I do with Are you competent enough to explain to like X amount of people why this thing works or why it doesn't work and also make it entertaining at the same time? So it's like being a teacher for about a million students per stream, right? It's a, we don't have that many people watching, unfortunately, but maybe one day, right? Maybe one day. Yeah. Other than that, it's just a lot of fun to get out there, have some fun, make fun of Baz. It's generally how I cast. So you try. <laughs> Just like the rest of the Sumsock team, they try it, but they know what happens when they try it. They get yeah. burnt. That's normally what happens. So I tried. that's the record so far. Anyway. I had a whole joke game to you know make fun of him, and then he <laughs> he immediately said, "Sorry, Caleb, I had an excellent." Oh, ah, <laughs> uh... not that hard, guys. It's like... <laughs> The joys of being the host as well, actually. Like, you can get to practice because you have to deal with like a, a constant rotation of people. So if you're not on top of your game, you know, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna die, basically. <laughs> then, you get, then, then you get booed and someone else replaces yeah. you, right? So uh, there you go. I was dealing, I was attacking a fly then. Anyway, that's completely irrelevant if you're not watching. If you're on the audio side, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. That is cool stuff. There was a point I was going to bring up about that, and I've completely forgotten it because I have a monkey brain. Um, so that's fine. Uh, so Hedgy, <laughs> go on. Go on. Obviously, obviously, you're not a new caster, but you are new to us at Summoner Society. Of course, you're joining us for the circuit for the Split One 2021 season. So I know we're all keen to hear, and I probably a lot of people at home are also keen to hear like, how you got into it and and like, basically your history of casting and maybe what others could learn from you. Yeah, I believe I, I believe I got into actual League of Legends in twenty or the start of 2017. Uh, we got laptops for school and I haven't had, I didn't have, really have a proper PC. It was a Mac, but it's not really a proper PC. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we got laptops for school. My friend was like, oh, because he played League of Legends and I'll, he's like, you know, you got to play League of Legends. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. You know, not knowing <laughs> the, the how that I was about to step yeah. into. Um, 
played a lot of games that year. Uh, I really enjoyed the world. It started really getting me into it. Um, uh, I went for C9. I still go for C9 today. Very hardcore fan. Uh, you know, it was exciting watching that world. Very heart- heartbreaking staying up until like, I think it was two o'clock in the morning um, in a best of five against a, a WE, uh, the Chinese team and that sort of yeah. thing. Uh, and losing that, that was pretty heartbreaking. We played really, really well. They were talking about a lot like, NA just sucks at world, you know, they, they have no yeah. hope. And then, oh my God, we're winning, yes. Oh, no, we lost. Okay, no, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was good. And then uh, about, I think a year later, actually, you know, started to get half decent at the game at least, you know, around platinum. Uh, eventually got to kind of high, high plat, low diamond. But uh, I decided, you know, to do uh, some of these iron to plat tournaments for BSV. So did them for a bit. And then eventually I saw that I was casting. So I was like, you know, that sounds like a bit of fun. Uh, starting out, you know, pretty trash, you know, I just kind of got on there and, and spoke a bit. It was, it, it was fun. I did a bit of PVP, did a bit of CC, um, you know, back and forth, tried, tried out both of them. Uh, enjoy, enjoyed, enjoyed a bit of both. And then, uh, I kind of, I don't know, over the years, I like analyzed gameplay in terms of, I just watched so many regions got really into a few of main analysts on YouTube, mainly LS. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I'm an LS fanboy. Of course it's LS. Very proud LS fanboy. Um, and from that, I kind of, you know, established myself with a bit of a color caster. I really enjoyed, you know, analyzing the game. Uh, and that's how I kind of got into coaching a bit, uh, particularly last year. Um, I coached uh, one team, a friend's team. Uh, and then I coached, oh, what was it? Yeah, I coached. I joined Monash University in Victoria and they had a program for Order Academy there. So I actually joined that for a few weeks. Very new to the coaching scene. So, you know, I didn't really stick around there for too long. Uh, but then I did join um, a proper friend's team. Uh, we did a lot of scrims. I was, I think it was like two, three months of scrims and coaching that team. And then this year, finally decided to join Summoner Society. I've casted BSV and TMG like on and off for the last few years. And I thought, you know, some of the society is awesome. I really want to cast there. Signed up, midnight, you know, Baz. I was like, you know, oh, this sounds pretty good. You know, I might consider it. And Baz, you leave, you die. So <laughs> what was I going to do next? All right? uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, fine. You've signed the blood pack now. Mandrix is falling yeah. the old god, surely. Can, can I just quickly say, like, uh, you mentioned, like, your first year of playing League, you watched uh, Worlds, uh, C9 yes. WWE, right? Yeah? Yes. That was 2017? Yes. Damn. How like, old does that make us feel, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel old, man. I, I have played way too much of this game in like the, the time span I've, I've been following it, honestly. Like it's, it's He's still at his wonder years, guys. I don't... It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I, I mean, he has developed like the six head. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good to see, but man, because like, what are we like? I'm 2012. What what are you guys again? I think Aaron's 2012 as well. And yeah. Weapon, what are you? I mean, I started playing like the first champion I remember being released when I was playing was Lee Sin. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's like 2011 or 2010. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. When I was playing, we didn't have an OCE server. So basically, when you were in primary school, right, Hedgy? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When I first started playing, I was a singe one trick because we had to play oh, on like God. 250 ping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that's the best way to support it, right? We were playing before the OCE servers even existed, right? That's uh, yeah. 
I mean, there's probably plenty of us that are like that, but as years have gone on, that number is like, even it's going to be like, oh, it's like, I oh, don't know, 200,000 people. But when it's like multiple millions of people playing, that number is soon going to look like, oh, that's actually like not very many people, right, for a region. So, like, all my climbing has been done on jungle. Um, pretty much. <laughs> I was rank one Amumu for about like a year and a half on, I mean, it's OCE, but rank one Amumu at least, you know, I think I was top five world. I actually can't, but I was, I was up there. Wait, I don't know that champion, dead. dude, you know, you just, you just flash ult, you know, that's all I'm going to say. You know? Did you have you enough mana to ult when you flashed? No. I, <laughs> the reason I don't play Amumu. I did get a pentakill on him once, you know, all the hundreds of games I've played on him. I got a pentakill on Amumu. I don't know how, dude. We lost that game. Probably when the official scepter still existed, right? We lost that game. We lost that game. If Amumu's getting your Penta, there's a reason you're losing that game. Look, uh, let's not discuss my Solo teammates. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get away, all right? Uh, But yeah, uh, honestly, it's been a really, really awesome experience starting out with Summoner Society um, this year casting. and. Against Coach Exile, and I was really, really awesome. Kind of the first, like, proper team I've, like, coached uh, through a season. Like, I'm going yeah. to coach through a season, which is really, really awesome. So, loving life, loving league. It's really, really good. Really enjoying it. So, yeah. And there's, your, there's your poster boy right right there loving league <laughs> loving life there you go that's a quote you can use that it's for free <laughs> uh, unless he wants royalties in which case that's yes. probably have to do with him you go through his lawyers um i don't know how that works um i'm sure hey has got them somewhere in the Please, back that's that's probably means yeah, saying yeah, 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 <laughs> being being a vampire of two thousand years i'm sure he'd have his lawyers by now so uh i don't know anyway <laughs> Yeah, how have you been alive for so long? You've only just touched league. Like, look, man. Uh, look, I'm glad I haven't touched until now. To be honest, <laughs> I've seen world wars. I've seen, you know, I've seen horror. You've seen you know, garlic and he's like, is, man, league though. League is by far the worst. This CLG team. I mean, <laughs> uh, I've never seen anything compared to them. Oh god. Oh, speaking of CLG weapon, uh, you brought up a thing in our text chat that we were bringing up in the background while while we're recording. Um, there's some behind the scenes stuff for you. We're scuffed. Um, favorite esports timing moments. I think that's a pretty good idea actually to talk about and bring up as well. It kind of ties in, right? Um, not on the script. We'll talk about it anyway. Uh, we're gonna make this podcast go for three hours somehow, right? Because that's apparently our goal right now, thanks to weapon. Um, so uh, favorite esports timing moments. Um, not C9. Uh, losing oh, no, I have one. I definitely have one. I've got one for sure. I've got it like locked in. Lads, then then go for it. Please, please explain. Please, Correct. please. I, I, everyone talk at once and say it all at once. Really excited to say this. I kind of have two. Uh, I guess like I'm so sorry. Seeing on making semis in 20. <laughs> nah, for sure. Like it uh, was That was a deal. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love. I still today love the song Rise. I think it just encapsulated that run. You know. Just kind of rising to. Th- I don't know how they beat some of those teams. I mean, we throw to Africa. We beat RNG. Sam. I mean, oh, was it Gen G? I think they changed. I don't even know what their team name was at the point. They keep changing. But uh, and uh, Vitality who had a really awesome run in that group as well. Um, but the other moment, just like a single play, was SKT versus EDG. They were down 10k gold, 2017 oh, world, yes. and hit the. I, 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 there's not even anything that compares to the engage that hit. It was 
Choku, Flash Silence, Rakan hit every ability in his kit, Ori Shockwave on five. It was just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just gorgeous. And they came back from a 10k gold deficit and beat EDG. And like, I'm like, oh, okay, I can kind of see how this SKT team now. Um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. It's actually kind of funny as well because like it was literally 10k gold, gold deficit. And that's like, that's classically the line. Like, that's where like, uh, Castle's like, you don't win this game, 10k gold. <clears throat> and then SKT are like, you know what? If we hit all of our stuff, we just. <laughs> yeah, they were good. <laughs> yeah. No, mine, uh, mine is so easy for me. Um, actually, I mean, I kind of have, have two, um, but like the main one is uh, Misfits um, taking SKT to five games. Um, yes. I can't remember. What year was that? I'm actually 20, that was 2017 as well. 2017, yeah. Yeah. Great Worlds. Great Worlds. Jesus. That was so good. Like that was, that was like, um, I mean, the tipping point before that, which is kind of like my second, uh, my second place like runner up is uh, Vitality. Um, taking down like RNG, um, and obviously like Yamato's interview afterwards, where he's like, you know, just just play your style, like you know, be uh, be the best team that you can be. Don't try to copy anyone else. Like that was like that felt like this like amazing tipping point in like League of Legends, where like the West finally felt like it was like swinging against the big boys in the in the East, and then like Misfits like playing absolutely out of their minds against SKT, and like that blitz hook that Ignar landed where Faker ducked away, uh, Ignar hooks, uh, flashes forward and hooks him back into the um, blue brush and Faker looks done, just tilted. I and love like, Ignar so much. I love him. So He's good. so awesome. Yeah. And like, I remember watching that game and I was like, oh my God, like, is this happening? And then it was just so heartbreaking in that final game when uh, they finally lost. I can't remember how it happened. Like I mentally tuned it out. Uh, Mr. Rango, how about yours? Your uh, your favorite esports? Mine and mine are gonna be like completely different to all you guys. Like, I'm trying to find the game because I don't remember who it was against exactly. Uh, are we going back to like high, uh, like Metal Gear High? <clears throat> We're going back to uh, patch 3.11. Oh, damn. <laughs> Uh, and that was TSM versus Gaming Gear EU in Worlds 2013. That is old-timey. <laughs> that was probably my favorite game I've seen, because neither team was making it out of group. TSM is my favorite team, has been since 2013. But just watching the absolute shit show that was that game was my favorite thing, because they changed everyone's position. Like, they had Dyrus move from top lane to support. They had Expecial move from support to top lane. They had an ADC Teemo. It was just a beautiful game to watch and really got me into, like, following esports full on from then on. So good. Yeah, mine, like, I want to mention, um, like, world stuff or NA stuff, but I've... two things about that. I have a goldfish brand, so I can't remember. <laughs> information for life for me right so that's already a problem Baz, um please but... don't say XL versus QT dude please just <laughs> XL versus QT right was such a good <laughs> no honestly like some it's on the same wavelength though to be honest because like my favorites aren't like the big world ones it's like the ones I've like been able to watch like live myself or be, be able to cast or be a part of 
some degree, right? Because some of those, I think I've got like some of the best memories as kind of where I, I was a part of it and I was going, this sounds really cheesy, uh, but it's true. Um, so my favorites will definitely, and, and Rega will probably know both of these ones because I'll, I'll only mention these two for now. Definitely last year's meta SANT regional finals match where Rega's team finally got that W. Um, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, like, a lot of people would know anyway. Like, we went to the same school. So even though I wasn't part of the team, whatever, I was still casting those games, be able to cast some of the meta stuff for the past few years. And finally seeing these guys after, like, three, four years of, like, trying and trying and trying, just missing out on the previous year, and then finally getting the win was, like, insane to see that. And being able to cast that as well. Like, the, the emotions and reactions were real. So, like, that was really, really cool. Um, and then probably like one of the first games I was ever actually be able to be a part of casting um, before even Sumstock and everything back in 2017. Um, and regular again, you'd know this, the, the qualifiers for Kings of the Rift, uh, which it, I, again, a lot of people won't know what I mean. When I, I know you guys definitely won't know what I mean because it was an SA local thing that happened. But if you know, you know, uh, there might be some people who are watching this who used to watch the old League of London might know what I'm talking about. But the qualifiers for that, to take on the Wash Up X Semi Pros just before that, the final first live event for day two. Uh, I believe it was, I can't remember if it was Truth R5 or Truth MPA. I'm pretty sure it was MPA, right? Yeah. Um, you better correct it for me. But that was another amazing match because that was like the first, like, full on, like, full crowd of people in a big community hall, like, set up. There was a large qualifying spot for the last final spot. People were crying. Uh, for more, more more reasons more than one, I know it's gonna uh, pop out in there. But uh, there was a real thing, like it was so good and so cool to be a part of. Is so. it best of one or best of three? Yeah, <laughs> another inside joke from the event. But that those two are like, and there's other games like that as well, like local things and even online stuff that like I probably my go tos. World stuff was always awesome. Obviously, being out of those awesome cool events. I mean, my stuff's more from like 2014, 2013. It's like the C9 flawless run. I want to say. Back, I think that was 2013 and 14, if I'm not mistaken, where like that's what made me a fan of C9. Anyway, I was like, oh yeah, I, I like that team. They, they they get the W's. I like that team. <laughs> but then being out of part of the run is always really cool. But yeah, no, those two local things. I'm like, they tend to stand out to me the most. So you want a fan of a... it's a cop out answer, but you know, you want a fan of Chiefs and the three day pause that they had. We're not talking about this. On this, <laughs> this is oh, a wow. podcast, but that's no okay. <laughs> Now I'm going to have to talk about it because you brought it up. <laughs> um, so Please. Uh, the, the, uh, the Invitationals, was it 2015 or 16? 15, I think. When they went to, was it Brazil or Turkey? Brazil. There you go. See, this is, this is why I keep Rago around. Because sure um, he fills in the blanks for me. And uh, there was a certain match that happened between Chiefs and another team. And the match, the Chiefs were going to win, but then the servers died. So they had to restart the match, and then the other team won, even though the Chiefs should have won, but they restarted the match for no reason because the servers apparently died. Um, and then the, the Chiefs lost, and then, and then and then we lost our chance to get to to get to Worlds because if we won that match, we would have been in Worlds. Um, I had a bit of a disdain for a couple countries' teams and countries for a while there. I'm not going to lie, because um, that was very upsetting. Uh, very, 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 very big fan of our region and of the Chiefs. And I was like, yeah, we're finally going to make it, boys. We're finally going to break the curse. Wildcard team makes it in. OC won't be a joke anymore. No. Nah. <laughs> and here we are, years later, still trying to, unfortunately, uh, crack, get past the wall, finally get there. Uh, yeah, so there you go. I didn't want to explain it, but thanks, Regal. Um, I had to at this point because I was weapon and head you just like. I completely uh, missed that one. I'd never heard of that before. Um, yeah. To be honest. Also, they had- quite a few years ago. 
the, the servers oh were getting DDoS because God. they weren't playing on Tournament Realm. They were playing on the actual servers, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's... That's yeah, cool. it was one of it was the wild card like the, it was like the first round of worlds basically with all the wild card yeah. teams. It was the international wild card event because so. we were watching it live, uh, and it had it happened, and I was so bad. And Regal could attest this. I was so <laughs> angry, and I think it was the following of the year after when the Direwolves got in. And I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of Direwolves team. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a more fan of the Chiefs than I've always been. So already not happy, but I'm like, okay, cool. We still got a cool representative. Still gonna support the boys, and they shit the bed. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> we can have in. We can... I've always lived in the play stage. And C9's, C9 is the king of the play on stage. So we just smashed it. Yeah, so we yeah, so dance. Yeah, yeah you know, and that's fair. That's okay. Because I like C9. So I'm like, okay, I'll just go for C9. That's fine. I don't get to go for OC, but I just get to go for one of my favorite teams. So it's like, it's not a win, but it's a win. Exactly. Yeah. Other than, you, you figure that out somewhere. I don't know. Just quickly as well, like uh, on like more topical stuff, um, thinking of like OCE and international competition. I actually work at Pentanet. So yeah. like um like we talk about the the team in the office right now that like they're thirteen and zero, basically looking at like the first OC undefeated like undefeated uh, regular split. Um and like I was talking about this on like our Slack server, like yeah, getting everyone hyped, like yeah, yeah, yeah. teams like um and like only one person in our office was smart enough to walk up to me and be like this means we're going to get fucking smashed internationally, doesn't it? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Like, maybe. <laughs> like, oh, undefeated season domestically is not a good sign. <laughs> okay, so uh, for the future of the podcast, uh, rep- Pentanet representative Weapon XVX uh, right here. We won't shit talk Pentanet at all. They are such a great team. I love Pentanet. Same, boys. We love Pentanet. Oh, yeah. yeah, we, yeah, love yeah Pentanet. No. we all go for Pentanet. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so weapon if you can just uh sign us that check after the stream start the podcast is done okay, um you. <laughs> uh, i'm yeah, so sorry wait you guys you guys have fire panther right yeah the team's like okay, i love them yeah they're great yeah they're great it's I love like them. it pretty much like like i said it's paid for by steve steve literally just like fucking threw money at the league and was like i want the best players who are left in the league and you got them like there's a yeah. reason they're 14 and 4. They're going to go 14 and 4. But they don't have Raddy, though. So is it really the best team in OC? I don't they don't know. have Town 74. So it really is it really the... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. They need, they need Hedgetown 74 on the coach. Yeah. Do they have... The, <laughs> That's true. Do, do, do they have the, the regional winner of the SANT Meta League, Regal? <laughs> whatever Regal name he's going with at this point. Um, I don't think so. I think if Pradius has then he'll yeah. be the sub. Like we, oh, we okay, need to bring yeah, yeah. we need to bring two subs to uh to international events. So obviously, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it'll be Regor and then Hedgy uh, Hedgy seventy four. Yeah, I just <laughs> need to check my email. It's gonna be there in my emails. Yeah, yeah check, this check the bit, emails. This bit, by the way, reminded me of what I was gonna talk about like twenty minutes ago. I was like, oh my god, I just had an epiphany. Um, Sorry, it's about it's about bullying. Um, not really. It's kind of tied in about bullying Regor to cast. Uh, that's a weird segue. Um. <laughs> SA, as far as I'm aware, doesn't have the biggest caster base. Right? I know we've got a fair few players here, but we don't have the biggest caster base. Hence why I bully Regor into into casting. Don't call kids helpline Regor, please. All right. It was you like you enjoyed it, it was fine. It was it was agreed upon. We're going to the next segment now. Uh we're gonna talk about draft section. I should be pretty keen to get going with draft section. Yeah, it was a great segment we had last week. Cool to have it going this week as well. Uh, this time, still going to be Weapon, but now it's going to be Hedgy. He's going to he's going to take on the mind of Weapon here. Weapon is 0-1 right now. So really, you think we'd have Mendrix, he'd be the boss, but 
Mendrix was too cool for this. So we've got weapon, obviously, for this. Because uh, he he was nice enough. He he feels sorry for us. Um, it was nice enough to come back. So that's why he's here. Um, and Hedgy, well, yeah. Um, he's clearly, mean, so, you know. clearly, clearly me and weapon are pretty good at being on. So uh, we're, uh, we're yeah. Here, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, now you get to draft like the team you actually want to coach, Hedgy. Yeah, uh, and Weapon gets to draft <laughs> um, the team that will hopefully get him to win this time. Question mark. Twenty three. And I think some, to some extent, I just have to play to the crowd and just grab like the the popular ch- uh, popular players, right? Yeah, so yarn, you know, just. In- but uh, you know, for you guys at home who didn't see last week's episode, again, another mention plug. Go check it out after this episode. Uh, these guys can choose five players from any team, whether we drafting a hypothetical OCO team that'd be going forward. The guys cannot double pick players, however, and the pick phase will be similar to what you see in ranked, you know, first pick, two pick, two pick, et cetera, et cetera. But there won't be a banned phase for the player pick. However, in the champion uh, pick phase, where they make the teams with the champions, that'll be exactly the same. We'll be using tournament draft for that, I believe, once we have that set up and ready to go. So one of these guys is setting up here, Regal and I will be the judge. We get to decide on, on who wins each round. And the loser, of course, will have penalty game. Uh, we are still working on those. This isn't a thing we made up. We're still going. You, Tico is going to chase Ewan down, and uh, he's going to he's going to get him to do them. Uh, Regal is going to his penalty game. He's going to play, obviously, with form in a little bit. We'll have that ready, hopefully, for you by next week. Fingers crossed. Um, depending if, if this, man, this man over here, here we go. I got my pointing right. This man over here uh, will actually do it. Um, and, well, not, and, not, and not pussy out. That's fine. Because um, those are the rules. You have to do it. You have to do it. You know, it's golden rules. So uh, I believe these guys will almost be ready to go. Um, yes, uh, TK also reminded me. Um, I mean, he could just tell me, but he types it because he, he's quirky like that. Um, team names. No, quirky's not here today. Ta- no, no. Um, I've already named mine. I'm just going to go with the classic weapons, weapons. With his, weapons, uh, weapons. We're keeping that. Why not? <laughs> So we got weapons, weapons. I uh, Hedgy. Uh, we we need a team. Uh, God, Hedgy's oh, still like your teammates, so it's guaranteed. May, to be, uh, maybe something like Exiled Vampires, The Lost <laughs> Boys, Twilight. Exiled. Okay, actually, uh, that straight up is great. Exiled Vampires, dude. That's, <laughs> that's great. That is like maximum edge. Perfect team. Oh wait, yeah, the edgy exile, edgy <laughs> exiled vampires. <laughs> <laughs> EV, EV. There you go. EV. Right, EV. <laughs> you evolve into Flareon. Yeah. But yeah. if it's Edge, wouldn't it be Umbreon, though? I don't do Pokemon. I'm a Yu Gi Oh! myself. I'm sorry. Bruh. Sorry. We do both. Come on. We do both. We do Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh! Come on. <sighs> Actually, we don't anymore. We do the Digimon card game. Now. I'm a magic player. You're real funny weapon, right? You spend 400 bucks for a card. We get it, right? You've got money, all right? I'm I'm because I'm 32. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how it works. You have too much money to burn. Uh, you're over the age of 30 or you're just fat. No, no, fuck that. Man. I play on uh, MTG Arena like, all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, you think yeah. i got the money, bro? <laughs> All right, so it looks like we are ready now for our first phase. So it will be started by Hedgy for the player choice. So the coach, Mr. Coach of Exile, color caster for the circuit, uh, human by day, vampire by night, uh, gets to pick the first player. Um, now, this will be funny because how many Exile players will he choose and how many won't he choose and how much shit he's going to have to cop after the fact. I don't know. Five. Honest, but... 
So, uh, yeah. Um, no, you know what this really tells you? This tells what? you who Hedges, like, top pick in the league is. I should also add that I don't have to choose by role order. They can choose whoever they want. Obviously, as long as they've got one person per role. There Bro, I feel like I'm really under the spotlight here, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That was if that's the point of the subject. God. All righty. He's looking. He's he's thinking. He's deciding. He's uh, number 41 out here. He's uh, debating. Mental battle. Mental fortitude. Right now, I'm just trying to throw him off. To be honest, uh, I have a I have a player I want to wait. So, don't know, don't know if you're thinking it. So I'm scared. Oh. I think there's a few obvious like first choices that yeah, yeah. jump out at me. Um, so I'm very interested to see like which direction you go. Can you roll swap players? Oh. I don't think that's uh, no. I think that's <laughs> yes, we can. Can we just pick, you know, pro? Uh, can I get Showmaker? Please? <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, would is Showmaker in our circuit? Yes. Perfect. <clears throat> just quickly, his name, his, to rename. He's named Dream from Exile. Just um, actually. Ah, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I don't have any any sort of. This. Uh, so your first pick, man. So... Oh wait, am I? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought. Not... Okay, no, no, no. no that's no, why no, we no. keep spotlighting you, because yeah. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for you. I'll... Yeah, no. Oh wow. Okay, that's the pick. Interesting. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I think I'm gonna learn from last week's mistakes, uh, yep. and I'm just gonna go ahead and straight up lock this in. Let's, let's see. Well, did, which way for the, for the the Google Doc? Yep, Tron. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's fair. That's oh, fair. Well, you know, <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hedgy. Hang on. Hang on. No, it's, it's, uh, it's snake drafts. So I'm I'm picking number two. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. Um, and for here, I think I'm gonna <laughs> probably secure another like good mid laner. Um, I think solo laners are just way too important in this tournament. Yep. Uh, I think it probably has to be Refury again. <laughs> It's a very good pick, though. Right? It's a very, very good pick. Very it's strong. A really good pick. Um, that said, yeah, I think there's a couple I could probably go for. Yeah, like I'm just right. looking. At, I'm looking at the mid lane pool. I just I actually think uh, like so. Loki, I think Lanson is actually not a troll pick here, but I am still going to lock in Refury. Um, so shout out to Lance because I think he smurfed last last week and like actually is a good player, but it's Refury. All right. Well, there we go. Refury with the lock in here. So first two for weapon. Top uh, laner from QT, uh, mid laner from the Weekend Warriors. Definitely Chirp. Chirp's insane. I mean, playing some last week. Dude, uh, look, I know I joke about Dream, but he's a really good mid laner and Chirp solo killed him twice in five minutes. And I was like, Oh, he's really good. Okay, I underrated him compared to Tron. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, Chaps, insane. Honestly, yeah, you can do that. You're Third right. pick for Mister Hedgy. <laughs> so, God, the mid lane. Oh. No, I... 
Oh. You know what? Hmm? Okay, I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. He's going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So are you playing Chirp Top here and Dream Mid? Uh, yeah. Uh, Dream has an insane champ pool. He's a great player. He's one of the best mids in the tourney. Um, nice. Man, man's a legend. <laughs> so for Hedgies, Edgy, Exiled, Vampires, there should be a bracket H bracket in front of Edgy, by the way. Uh, Nightfall at Chirp and Dream for the first three. And Weapon has Tron the Pom and Refury. He's looking for his third pick now. I'm sorry, I'm just going to do that because it, it just looks better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The edgy X. Yeah. It's just getting like <laughs> more yeah. 2070 each time, each word that gets added. Yeah. So it's going to start playing Fallout Boy when you click on it anyway. Um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, I, I'm picking up my support here. Um, and I think there's three choices that pretty much like jump out straight away. Like, I think Rusty showed why he is absolutely like one of the top supports in the league. Um, but I actually am going to stick with my guns from last week. Sorry, am I boring you, man? Are you, you good? No, I'm, I'm, that's fine. That's fine. I'm good. <laughs> uh, oh, we're probably not even on camera, so you would have gotten away with it. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm going to stick with my guns and grab Suho. I have a feeling. If Weapon doesn't have Suho, Suho's like taking that plane ticket, man. He's he's coming straight he's to the WA. Like, you're done. <laughs> fucking like 12 inch pythons yeah that's that a, man i think is quite literally saitama but just in an alternate universe like yeah. one punch man for days uh, um, and your fourth pick yeah so i'm gonna grab jungle here because i think jungle is the other role that's like going to be hotly contested i think there's a, mm. there's a couple of 80 carries we can grab here mm. um it's not negative win rate sorry bud <laughs> come on man you can't i think it's terath like for sure i think <clears> that guys uh, look really good alongside selfish when they have been winning um and like i've actually i followed the guy on twitter and he's actually been like look, he talked about like he's like seeking some coaching and stuff so i think that's good signs um he's in the team for sure all right man i will i know well all right uh I had my ADC picked, you know, kind of before this. I just knew. I, don't, I didn't think he'd pick him. Oh, I'd get a chance. I think this guy is so good. I, I mean, again, I'm not really analyzing that. I'm just saying the player has had so many good performances this season. Looks really, really good, even in their loss. I'm going to pick up Vendro. I think he's a really, 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 really good AD carry. Um Fully agreed. He was going to be my pick if. Uh, if <laughs> yeah, no, he was actually my. I was basically looking at the AD carry pool and I was like, yeah, like it's either Vendrick or like a couple of others. And yeah, I respect it. Just so double check, uh, Mr. Regal, did you see what I just saw? I, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. Wait, what? You posted something and I, I didn't <laughs> quite get to see it. Was... It's... <clears throat> There's too many people here. They're going to they're gonna type, uh, you know. Blabber or something over my over my picks, you know, make make me think I'm going to pick C9. Uh, last pick. Hmm. I didn't think about support. Well, uh... Uh, <laughs> well, you know, gotta go with uh, yeah. He's thinking, he's thinking, he's hovering, he's thinking. It's Raddy, obviously. <laughs> That's it. It's weird, I think. You can't choose Raddy. That's uh, a good choice. A good choice. I thought Banish is one of the better weekend players, honestly. 
Um, looks really solid each game. I think he knows his champions super, super, super well. Every time I watch him play as Alistar, he's social, whatever engaged champion he's playing, he mainly plays engaged, but um, super, super, super insane uh, in terms of being able to use his flash and just kind of play the aggressiveness well. And uh, here we go for weapons, final weapon. Haha. <laughs> Cool. All right, so what am I picking up? Um, I've got a top laner. I've got a mid laner. Uh, so I'm picking up an eight carry here. I think it's pretty clearly... I think Iano jumps out at me as like the best of the, the remaining yeah. carries. Yeah. Um, just quickly scanning the list. Yeah. Actually, no. It's it's so clear. It's so clear. It's Piglet. Oh, okay, okay. Underperforming well, like, in that circuit, but obviously, like, still an incredible player. Yeah. Um, like, on a literally on an LCO team. Like, there's mm. no reason I wouldn't grab him. Well, lads, there you picks. Come through there. The edgy exiled vampires Nightfaller, Chirp, Dream, Vendrick, and Banished against Weapons, Weapons, Tron the Pom, Refury, Suho, Karath, and Piglet. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, no selfish for Suho again. That's just how it seems to be how things work now, but that's fine. Um, I'm pretty happy with both sides. Uh, Mr. Regal, what about yourself? <clears throat> yeah, I think both teams are really good. Part of me like... has a bit of uh, favoritism right now towards weapons team. Mm. Thanks, man. Uh, check, your, check your paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's right after the pentanet money. Um... <laughs> I have to get an exile player in there. I couldn't... <laughs> Leave my voice behind, you know. Yeah. Um, why only one for Why'd you only choose one of us? Why'd you why'd you leave out the rest of us, bro? What do you mean? You know? Come on, uh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> they're all good players. I really, um, yeah, I am. If I go off performance. It's weapons, weapons. Oh, come on. If I go off of charm, it's weapons, weapons. <laughs> and if I go off of anything no, else, I think honestly at this point, it's yeah, it's weapons. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Hedgy. Weapons got it. All right. To be fair, Kron is looking to be the strongest top laner in 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 the scene. Refury is insane. Suho is one of the supports, if not the support. Piglet, again, he's on the LCO. He's going to be there for a reason, right? Um, although, you know, you did have Yano. I would have personally picked Yano, but I can see the Piglet, so that's fine. That's fine. And Terath is just getting better and better and better every week as well, right? So like, it's kind of just like... Terath or also Vendrick or Lethality Poppy. True. Which we hated, by the way. Uh, Baz, Baz loved. So much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Poppy. In defense of like uh, Hedgie's Hedgie's um picks here, I think like this is probably the the roster with like the most upshot. Like, yeah. this, I think these are all players we're going to see um if they stick to their guns in like professional play. Yeah. Um, like, I, I I honestly feel like I've drafted a team that feels like you could just transplant them into the LCO like kind of right now, and they they'd be pretty competitive. This feels yeah, like yeah. A team that would be competitive. Like, if not now, then definitely later. Hmm. Yeah. And I was about to say that as well, I'm still happy with this roster, yeah. but your one stands out so much more in every role and even as a team, I feel. 
as well. I feel like they would gel together really well, even in the end as well. I mean, besides gameplay, you've got both Tron and Reef Fury for player interviews, man. Like, what do you, and Suho. So it's like, sure. do you want a series interview or do you want two players to clown on the rest of the scene? You know, it's like, here you go, you know, take your pick. Um, I think I, uh, I've hidden my other draft. It's going to be Canicom. Yeah. <laughs> Our socials, yeah. <laughs> I think you are, uh, I think you win bot side, I win top side, would be my opinion. I think it's very close on top side, but yeah. Do you think Tron would lose top side when he's quoted as saying no one will beat him in a one on one? I think he can. He's unkillable. Can't one v one your own teammates. I think Nightfaller is insane as well. Yeah, very true. Happy to pick that up first to be like he's really really good player. But it is time to move on to the champ side of things now. So here we are for pro draft. It's pro draft time, boys, to uh, see what will happen. So uh, of course, this is the champ draft side now. So we're gonna see. Uh, you know, if uh, Hedgy can outdraft Weapon, uh, or if Weapon can redeem himself entirely, uh, even that back up to one on one. Um, I'm on blue side again. This sucks. Weapon's <laughs> weapon, weapon smart. I'm, I'm scared. No, you, you actually literally do this like week in, week out. So That's true. Yeah. We'll have to see. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. hit that really <clears> up, Yeah, I was going to say, well, uh, whoever <laughs> would like to go first. All right. I think uh, even though, actually no, I've got Tron the Palm, so I'm not going to ban the uh, the Vlad. Just going to do meta, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go for this. There's a distinct lack of walking back and forth with a notebook right now, and I'm sorry. <laughs> True. Desire being the first ban. I need to get my LS impression. You know? They're actually gonna just take away all the 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 really strong picks. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see it. Um, uh, let me see. What else do I want to take care of? Um, I think if I let this through, I'm trolling. <laughs> the old man has to go through. Oh, That's a cellophane. Okay, okay. <laughs> Did you say cellophane, man? Yeah, yeah, her name's Cellophane. Ah, <laughs> oh, god damn it. For the people at home, Cellophane is a going joke of a name I've called Seraphine for the past two months. I, I want to say now, so there you go. Because she's, she's an idle, sparkly girl that keeps changing her colours and she's got the personality of plastic. She's Cellophane. <laughs> um, third band coming through for Weapon. Um, Can we call that Camille? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yep. Zaya, Roll, Camille, Ben. Broken picks that are still up. I mean, I'm just seeing a blank box. I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> That would be uh, two weeks in a row weapon, by the way. Uh, yeah, I keep doing this. <laughs> way too much about this. Kai's uh, being banned out, and now weapon gets the first pick. So, reminder for the audio listeners Zaya Rel, Camille banned on weapon side, Udir, Seraphine, I'll say it properly here, and Kaiser for Hedgie's side being banned out. Weapon is hovering 80 carries at the moment and locks in oh, 200 years. So, there you go. Of course, that's Aphilios. Uh, Tristana insta lock for Hedgie there as well. Um, and it's going to look for his second pick now as well. I like the Aphelios picks. Yeah, you would say that though, wouldn't you? 
Big fan, big fan. Yeah, mm, mm. What's your mastery <laughs> level again? Seven. Yeah, no, you go. All <laughs> four. On seven on all four. Uh, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, Lilia being picked up. Big strong jungler. Insta picks for Thresh and Hecarim, though. That is huge. Um, Hedgy. What's up, man? Tom Kench locked in. Yeah, he's got some yeah. to the top side. He's got some. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Weapon knows I'm going with it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah. What what role is he going, Hedgy? What 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 lane is Tom Kench going in? Support. Support? Not top lane? No. He's... Why not? I don't have quirk in my team. Oh god, wait. We have to do it to him. We have to do it to him. What do you want to call it? That's just oh god, I don't even know what that ban is. I'm sorry. That's uh Syndra. Syndra. Alright. Syndra ban. Okay. Again, blank boxes, just pretend there's a Camille and a Syndra there. Sorry, I'm actually sorry. Fix it in voice. Yeah. Tico, <laughs> go on paint in the editing after this. I just draw like a stick figure with like orbs. Purple balls around there. Yeah. <laughs> I think I take uh, Irelia away from Dream and Chirp. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, final ban for Hedgy. It's going to be the Nah. Get rid of him. Very strong um, top laner. Always a great go to, especially with a very strong team fight comp. And uh, seeing a lot of that right now. Uh, weapon for his final ban. Hmm. What have you yet to pick up? Um, mid lane. I want to get rid of a control mage, I think. Um, get rid of that. Ooh, Oriana. Okay, so Zaya, Rel, Camille, Aurelia, and Oriana banned out. Yeah, as well as Udia, Seraphine, Kaisa, Syndra, and Nah. Senna locked in. Weapon is fuming right now. That's That's actually awesome. Because that's uh, Senna, and for, for you guys playing at home, Senna was banned by Mendrix last week and now picked against Weapon uh, in one of <laughs> arguably one of Weapon's favorite uh, matchups right now, favorite duos. So he picks Vladimir because he's got a tilt head you off the face of the earth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I that's absolutely just pick up Vlad here. Like, there is no question about it. Yeah. Dream is uh, on my team right now and he's going, no, please, not again. <laughs> <laughs> He's banging his head against the wall in the insane asylum. He's like, get it out. Oh, man. Weapons final pick here. Three seconds. Can't but can't black box this. Orn. All right. Orn Judy. Man. Orn Judy Tron on Orn Judy, man. Tron is like... I'm playing with it. Now, uh, really, I should have picked Sion here. Disgusting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean... Orn still does quite a bit here into the same universe, I'd say. For your insta lock. Chirps for your, uh, by the way. Chirps for your. <laughs> and uh, here's our lineup. And I'll show an audio. Ha, I'm not doing the joke again. Uh, weapons, weapons. Aphelios, Thresh, Hecarim, Vladimir, Orn. The edgy, exiled vampires. Tristana, Lilia, Tom, Kench, Senna, Fiora. Of course, this is not in roll order. These are just champs locked in. No bias here, I win. Yeah. Okay, no, bi no bias, all right? We have some good champs locked in. We have some memes locked in. That's fine. Uh, Mr. Regal, um, I know you have a Mastery 7 on Aphelios and Tristana um, and Senna, actually. No, not Senna. Not, not Senna. Senna? Oh, she's on AD Carry. That's right. She's a support. Um, what, are your, what, are your, what are your thoughts on, on, on the pickups here? 
I had a thought from the very first lock-in that that was a mid-lane Tristana, and then it solidified it with the Tom Kench lock-in. I was a big fan of the flex to put Tristana mid. I'm not sure if Weapon saw it coming. Mm. Uh, I, I saw it coming. <clears throat> uh, like, I'm not necessarily concerned about the Tristana matchup. Um, I think I can yeah. safely scale through that with the Vladimir. My focus in this draft was heavily towards the bot side. Because um, yeah. as soon as you drafted the Tom Kench, um, I knew it was going to be a passive lane. So while it is going to be a Tom Kench that offers a lot of safety, I think like attacking that lane feels like it's going to be the weak side, and that's where I'm looking to focus. And if I can catapult the Ophelia ahead yeah. alongside the threat, Thuho's Thrash as well. Um, yeah, I was about to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we've got the the Orn to basically teleport down there. Like, um, I'm I'm putting Tron the Palm on weak side duty here. Um, like, he is absolutely going to be taking the Dog Champ for a walk against the Fiora even, even more so. Um, teleporting down there and like literally like 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 I'll be telling Trom in, in pre-game comms like man you have like literally no tempo in this game. You are dropping four yeah. ways to teleport bot. Like you are fucking dumpstering that bot lane. Yeah. Um I don't know what reuse like Vladimir is like, but I assume it's good. Like the guy's a good player, so that's the one unknown. Yeah. Uh thought process was uh ban out oh, I mainly I was just banning out, you know. Buster champions, and then the second two bands were for uh, comfort picks for uh, well, Nas, Ugh. Tron's Nah, and oh, I mean I just banned a you know a good blind pick mid laner because you're gonna have to blind pick one of top or mid here. Um, Tristana, so I can flex, uh, and then Lilia best blind pick jungle up maybe Hecarim as well. I'm happy to trade Lilia for Hecarim here, uh, and then Tom, you pick Thresh. I was just like okay, I'll take the Tom uh, into Thresh. There's other picks like Morgana and stuff that I think are good into Tom, but, you know, I think Tom's fine. Uh, and then I left, obviously, you left center up, so I was like, okay, take Tom center. I think it's a really strong lane, good weak side lane. Thresh has struggles, obviously, then getting onto the Tom and on the, onto our team in general. And then uh, Chep's Fiora is still up, and you picked Orm, which is a really, really, really good matchup for Fiora. Like, all right, uh, pick that, and then I think... Oh, God. I outscale? I think, yeah, it's close. Like, Aphelios definitely has more, like, active scaling, whereas the center, if she gets, like, it's all timer-based, you know? I think Dream on Tristana should beat Vlad. I'll rephrase Vlad just because of the range Tristana has. Uh, and as well, I, she almost kind of outscales it. The uh, range advantage she has in the late game, she has potential to jump away. It's so hard for Hecarim to gank anywhere this game as well. Like, Fiora has so many dashes. Uh, bot lane, you know, center time. Uh, and mid lane Tristana. So, kind of hard game for Hecarim, but, I mean, it's bloody... Terath's pretty good. I mean, he can find a way. But, yeah. Uh, guess just trying to set up to try to counter each individual lane as I, sh as I could. Yeah, I think you win top. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. One of the problems I have with uh, Hedgy's team is the three people that want to be close range against an Aphelios who does more damage the close you are if it's an ideal situation. Because if he has, like, <clears throat> Chakram and Lifesteal that I can't remember the name of right now, yeah. if you're running at him with Lilia Tarn Fiora, or even Lilia Fiora, that's not a fun time for Lilia Fiora. They're going to get shredded. Lilia can play 
long range as well is the idea i think yeah you can't pay, um, yeah. you wait for you you let hecarim and non engage you know you play back and then you kind of go in when they've blown stuff mm-hmm. um we do have senna tristana as well range yeah. uh i tried because he first picked Aphelios, open first picked Aphelios, so i was trying to kind of have some really good range champions because Aphelios is really good against die very very similar to desire actually um loves playing against champions that can engage in her so uh oh on him sorry so yeah that was a, a thing i had to really take into consideration uh, another reason i kind of just picked tristana straight away as well i think um uh like as well i kind of thought about like i'm gonna come to my own defense and add a little bit of extra spice on this um i was also thinking about flexing the orn yep. and i don't think that's necessarily a play but i think the play is that, that when we do start to generate momentum if we do the play that I'd be putting in my players' heads is we actually short shift the Vladimir to the top side. Yep. Um, and have like just rotate our lanes, maybe like literally like start side laning early so yep. that we can start to like generate pressure with the Aphelios Thresh in mid and have like the Orn just be matched up against the Tristana. Yeah. Because he's fine there. Like he's more yeah. than happy. If just... we get that, I think we're okay. Yeah, I think Orn has a tough time anyway. Like he's going to be outranged Tristana and freaking Fiora. And to, like it's a, just a tough matchup anyway. So. Um, but one is good with your comp and so much engage, you know. Thrush, Hecarim, got Vlad and Aphelios to back that up. I love that. But yeah, you just uh, made it tougher for both of us to lock something in here. Really, 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 really high quality drive for both. Uh, uh, this is the problem we had last week. That's actually really good. Weapons team wants to like be fighting as a group. Whereas I feel like Hedgie's team wants Fiora in that sideline doing a 4-1. Seems familiar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I kind of just want to look at it not counting the players, but just counting the champs. Because I think if we count everything in, the way this draft went, how good it was, we'll be here all night. And uh, <laughs> lo and behold, boys, we've actually been here all night recording this for you guys at home. So, uh, um... We'll come after a quick decision, I think, um, and not think about it too much. Um, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is my favorite champion, so I'm going to pick this. Uh, but I think it would all come down to how either how quickly can weapons team close out the game or how much can Hedgy hold on for the scaling, right? I feel like that's basically it with Fiora, just doing Fiora things, as you mentioned, Rego. <laughs> Um, it's literally down to that. Um, a shield bow or a stride breaker game for Fiora? I'm uh, like, I think stride breaker is just good. Oh, god, Put one spot. speaking of what's the mythic for affiliates? Well, okay, okay, guys, we're getting too, getting too in depth. All right, we're getting, we're getting too in depth. Uh, I'm gonna have to play this. Like, we're, yeah, the guy can't because what's the rune page build, boys? Are we going to get what summoners you take? I'm not a Fiora player. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you, you are correct in asking it. I think. Could Hedgy hold on? The Orn is the thing because Orn would, wouldn't, like, I. <laughs> enough this is great this is really high quality it's good because that that's how i look at it it's a matter of like aphelios can definitely put in the work hecarim's a monster at the moment 
Vladimir can go can sustain and do high burst. We again, I didn't want to count the players, but it is Suhan Thresh, right? So we know the hooks are going to land. But Tom is so much decent cage. Center and Tristana can be halfway across the map before they have to worry about trouble. You know what I mean? Like doing damage. Lilia, the placement of Lilia, like if you're a Lilia player, it can be insane, right? And again, Fiora is doing Fiora things, especially against an Orn. So I honestly think Hedgy might have won this out just because he can sustain long enough. I think because Weapons Team doesn't have enough damage, but I could just be a monkey, I think, and just be entirely wrong. Yeah, I feel like this is there, but like there's just so much that can not outright stop him, right? But like, can like again, like Tom Kench can just be like, nope, Fiora. Because, like, where's the pill for Aphilius even, really, I feel like? Because, like, I know you said Orn's going to be down bot all the time, but, like... It's, uh, it's fresh all day, man. But if it's like that, Hedgy's team just won't even bother, like, going in. Like, what's the point? Why would they make that a thing ever, like, be a thing, right? I'll just say it now. dragons exist. <laughs> and, and Nightfall hits the five-man Lilia Slate. <laughs> so, you're so, getting one big thing. Yeah. This is team's best around sick, right? Yeah. Now, what was my quote from the first week? I don't know, Rangor. What was your quote from? <laughs> Two walls. Yeah. No business fighting. Yep. And they always fight. Yeah. And objectives. So, yeah. Okay. okay. So throw all that about other window. Yeah. True. <laughs> Fuck. Um. I, shit. Um. No. Okay. I've already said Hedgy. I'm gonna have to go with Hedgy, right? Because I just have a feeling that again. I don't want to do this to weapon two weeks in a row. Um, but I just have a feeling that Hedgy's team could just, I'd just hold him off long enough for the for the for the scaling. I just I've got that feeling, and like, and if he wanted to be aggressive, he's got the Lily, he's got the Fiora, he's got Tristana, right? Like, I just feel like, like, like the if Fresh lands a hook, who survives? Everyone, because Tom just eats. Yeah. That Even so what if Tom is the target? Pardon? What if Tom is the initial target? Yeah, yeah. That is a dumb thought. Don't start this up. <laughs> then, then Tristana and Senna one-shot the Thresh. Uh... Why are we playing 5G chess now? This is like... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That doesn't make this is, okay. uh, I think this is a very similar situation to last week where it's like we'd have to see the game play itself Tom's out, a right? thank you champion, so he's not just going to insta-die. And you're using... Yeah. It's like, to me, it's like I think Hedge's team... Could make it, but it's like I don't know, like fifty-one forty-nine or like fifty-two forty-eight. You know what I mean? It's like it's so close. There's not heaps of like okay, sure, Vlad and Aphelios, really good champion for damage, right? But I'm expecting Herakrims going Moonstone, right? Tank build, mm. like we're talking about. Build, there's, there's also three tanks into into Tenna, Tristana, Fiora, all good at taking down tanks. Uh, and it's it's really hard to like burst through the time, and then you're still going, you know. Your two eighty carries to burn through, and like I mean, that's yeah. I mean, we're ignoring, it, yeah. we're ignoring the Tom. The way that the fights I feel play out is like Senna is going to be next to Tom Kench all the time, so that's yeah. instantly two targets for the Vladimir ult. Yeah. Instantly two targets for the Hecarim ult. Instantly two targets for the Orn ult. Yeah. Um, hmm. The only person who gets denied there is Thresh, and even then, he is to an extent quite happy hooking the uh the Tom Kench. Because that's his avenue into the fight. I just realized that outside of Tom as well, Heiji doesn't even have a front line. And Weapon has three. 
Altered Fuhrer. Alright, just the only engage I see is Tom ulting someone into the fight. Or oh, Lilia. Lilia. And Lilia builds Moonstone, and I only. Although Senna could stun someone as well. I mean, it's. I, what are the odds? Like, who, who are you going to stun? Like the four tanks? <laughs> like, I mean, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy to, you know, just deal damage to weapons comp because you just have any uh, dashes. So, like. You don't need heaps of engage against this. The funniest part is this is making me want to choose weapon over Hedgy now. But I've always I mean, like, I have no dashes, okay. so it's like you don't uh, have to engage. Seriously, but... like Aaron, you're gonna have to lock one in. There's I'll too many, I'll there's too many Exactly. And we're gonna be here all night. We've dragged this out, I think, long enough, <laughs> guys. Uh, we need to lock in an answer. So Rago, you need to choose one or the other. We're gonna need a deciding vote because I have my vote is for weapon. Yeah. Well, um, let's ask LS. I think he can be our deciding vote. I think okay, be, uh, well, if it is 1-1, one, one, it was both votes for weapon for the draftception. No, so, weapon yeah. will take draftception week two, gets his redemption. Uh, your your penalty game, Hedgy, will be in the mail. If you need a deciding for TK. TK. TK wants to go. I mean, we. I mean, it's, it'd be weapon anyway. But fine, Tico, you can say it out loud. Who, who's yeah. the signing vote? <laughs> no, 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 Yeah, choose weapon anyway. All right, okay. I, I, it's the same anyway. All right. I'm sorry, Hedgy. You couldn't get a W this week at all in drafting. Apologies, I man. Fun. I had fun. I had yeah, fun. it was very. That being said, the end. So that'd be a great game of league. Like, yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> but yeah, so there, there you go. There's draftception. Weapon ties up 1-1. Mendrix is 1-0 and Hedgy is 0-1. So now we need Mendrix and Hedgy to have a match um, and see who can win that one for our, I guess, our top three so far. I know Formal definitely wants to get involved on it. Uh, probably Midnight and maybe Tico might win at some point as well. So definitely still plenty of guys who want to come in. Turn the drafts around and oh, Fetch as well. Fetch would definitely love to as well. So, definitely quite a few of us that would love to. It's a bit on so, uh, formal against me, weapon. I think we're just too smart, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lads, that's it for the fifth episode of League Down Under. Uh, again, I think we're gonna. Are we beating the record, TK? Can we get like a timestamp real quick? I just want to quickly hear. I won't say it out loud. I just, I just, he yeah, has no clue. It's a lot. It's a long time. It's a very long time. But we hope you enjoy anyway, because we you know, we like to deep dive a lot of things and get the most info we can add to you guys, even if it just sounds like rambling sometimes. We hope you did enjoy. Of course, we're in association with the guys from Summoner Society. So give some love to the Summoner Society team. Of course, go and check out all their social medias, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Discord server, the Instagram, and of course, the YouTube, because that's where our VODs are. All our VODs, all our episodes so far and future VODs for the foreseeable future will be going up on the Summoner Society YouTube channel. So go check that out. Of course, this episode, hopefully... You catched it live. It was over on Twitch. Obviously, if you're watching live on Twitch right now, the live Twitch premiere. If you don't, however, it is on Twitch on the Summon Society Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash OCE. We have live premieres every week. Of course, the weekend of the circuit start coming through so you can enjoy it live and, and chat with, with everyone and clown on us when we can't respond because we're definitely not pre-recorded. I would definitely respond to you guys. Any, any sort of subscriptions or why didn't you interview this person or... Why why did you choose this person over the over? We can't answer that because we're not live with you. So I guess I guess that kind of sucks. Hey, it sucks to be them. You're gonna have to wait until next week for us to maybe answer it. Uh but there's your uploads. We're also up obviously on Spotify, 
and it's confirmed we're on Apple Podcasts now. The joke's over. We we get rid of it, dead and buried, because we're actually on Apple Podcasts now. And of course, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. You have too too many, I, I think, honestly, too many selections for us to go to. But I mean, the more the barrier, I guess. There you go. Wherever you want to go to to listen to us, the audio version of League Down Under. Go check us out on all these different platforms, of course, as well as the YouTube and the Twitch. And, of course, a big reminder, of course, week six of the circuit, at least at the time recording, is around the corners, of course, happening this coming Monday. So check that out as well. Some great matches heading that way live from 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We would have caught some of this podcast here, as well as getting ready now to stop over to the pre-show. We'll be joined by myself and whoever I have, I get dragged onto the desk or really let's be honest with midnight actually dragged onto the desk i should say coming forward and we'll obviously break down this week's upcoming matches for you guys and uh that's it and any final comments guys any final thoughts opinions episode five leg down under you know the, the scuffed show uh whatever whatever show comment yes no maybe it's always no. fun man it's, always fun. it's not it does not fun when you when you be nice about a weapon come on like <laughs> i told you i'm making this shit fucking wholesome yeah. <laughs> Uh, Regal Hedgy, because Regal is, is the uh, the feeling the permanent co-host. Hedgy, first time, first time uh, listener, av- avid avid listener. Um, you guys have any thoughts, comments? Tough exile. I don't know. Let's go. Gonna win. Now he's plugging mm. his game. Great. This is what happens. Uh, I give him, I give him a few seconds, and they start plugging. Just, fantastic. I'm gonna need a contract <laughs> extension if you need me for any more episodes. Uh, no, you got one more week. No, you got one more week. You got one more week. Right? One more week, and then. And then we need to extend it. That's it, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed episode five. We'll catch you hopefully in a few days if you're watching live for the next start, week six of the circuit. If not, hopefully for the next episode of League Down Under. So, uh, till then, guys.